from the world of sports to the world of pop culture and beyond, it's Step 1, Learn Sports. Now, your hosts, Brittany Wench and Avery Harder. Hello and welcome to Step 1, Learn Sports, the podcast bridging the gap between pop culture and sports. A little tongue-tied. We are, and it's most likely uh, because this is the final episode of the year. I'm of- Brittany. The decade. Decade. I'm Avery, producer Arby with us all the time, but of the decade. Of the decade. This is our final. The roaring 20s is coming. are here. Coming. I've never seen, uh, did you ever see Gatsby when it came out with Leo? Oh, oh yes. I never yes. saw it. I read the book, obviously, in school. Don't did, remember a single thing. Did you see the one with Robert Redford? No, I've never seen any of them. I know they say old chap a lot. And there's a lot of parties with some flappers. A lot of parties. There's a lot of um, symbolism with the colors, the color schemes, especially in the book. Yeah. So they talk about yellow and they talk about reds and whites, meaning um, obviously purity and stuff. And then like in at that time, they used a lot of symbolism for like, um, we're going to go have tea or we're going to eat as like nefarious things were going on. Do you... So I'm sure that you are getting targeted with all the stuff on the internet too of these great... Roaring 20s New Year's Eve parties. Oh, yes. Gatsby themed. Are you going to anything New Year's eve Gatsby, Roaring 20s, or here theme? So I am going to be in Nashville for New Year's. So usually I'm in Minneapolis. My aunt and uncle have this New Year's Eve party, and it's Ooh, like our nice. family Christmas from my mom's side yeah. of the family. But this year I decided to be here for it because I've got some friends that are moving. It's actually really sad, and this is their like last. Oh my hurrah. god, who's moving? Allie and Mitch. Can Where you to St. Louis? Yeah, back to okay. St. Louis. Okay, well they're there every weekend. I Might know. as well save some gas money and move there. I know they're ready to start a family. I'm really happy for them, <laughs> but also really sad for me. God, at the same how part. does one decide to start a family? I feel like it just has to be a mistake. That's a huge decision <laughs> to make. I have not gotten to that point in my life yet. Twenty six is holding me back. Well, so we're gonna we're gonna hang out at their apartment before, and then we're gonna go to the beloved where else would you want to spend new year's eve broadway oh tin the roof oh why would you not yeah, if you're gonna say goodbye to nashville in any way yeah. and you've lived here for any sort of amount of time you have to say goodbye to tin roof and yeah. give it its due diligence yes i totally agree so um they're actually i've got a pretty close relationship with one of the guys that does their marketing over mm-hmm. there he's also their general manager and in talking about some stuff that they wanted to promote on the radio side of it, I was like, oh, this actually sounds like a really cool deal. Tell yeah. me a little bit more. So they're doing like, you can rent a booth. Um, actually, I think those are all sold out at this point, but you probably, can, you're doing, they're like, they have got booth service and then there's a VIP ticket you can get, um, a fast pass, which means like you can buy that and then jump the line and uh-huh. then it's 30 bucks at the door. And so we were just like, it's one of our favorite places. Deal. $30. Yeah. $30. And then like drinks when you go in and stuff. So, but what about you? What are you doing for New Year's? I will be in Dallas oh, okay. because. Because the National Predators are playing in the Winter Classic, which is something the NHL has been doing for about 10 or 12 years now, I believe, yes. since about 2008, which yes. honestly, that's the epitome of this whole month is that we think 2008 was 10 or 12 years ago. And really, it was 11 years ago. It was a long time ago. And it, ago. Feels, it feels like it was yesterday. I know. But they are playing in it in Dallas in the Cotton Bowl, which yeah. is obviously a very renowned stadium. Huge bowl game. Yeah. was there a couple days before. Uh, Memphis is playing in it, but I'm going to that. They are playing the Dallas Stars, obviously, since they are in Dallas. They are hosting it, and we'll be there for the whole week. Oh, my gosh. What a way to ring in the new it year. It will be super fun, and the Preds are, like, souping it up. So, as you know, my boyfriend works for the Preds. We have a pregame brunch because the game's at noon on New Year's Day. Oh, okay. Which means New Year's Eve will likely be more yeah. on the tame side. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, we'll stay up until midnight. I was just going to say, what is tame for you, Avery? Well, <laughs> New Year's is strange for me because I always celebrate. Like, I've grown up on the East Coast, so I celebrate in Eastern time. Truth. I'm so used to watching the ball drop and it being in real, real time. time. Yeah. So my last, since I moved to Nashville, two out of the three New Year's I've spent here in Central Time Zone. So it's... It's strange for me, and I love to watch the ball drop and do all of that. So then I just do that, and then I kind of just chill out for an hour. And then I watch the Nashville music note drop. I believe, I don't know what drops in Dallas, but I know they have something. And it'll be pretty tame, hopefully, be in bed by like 1230, because we want to get up at yeah. like 7. Right, you're going to have a big New Year's yeah. Day. There's a huge brunch for like two or three hours before. Ooh, and don't want to miss a single second of that. Absolutely Mimosas. not. I need my biscuits, gravy, and tequila. <laughs> 
Um, game is at noon, so obviously you want to be in the stadium by like 11. This is a huge right. game, yeah. huge experience. And then there's a giant after party. Oh, my gosh. Yes. That'll be so much fun. Yes, so we'll be essentially be, you know, New Year's Day is all about collard greens and black-eyed peas and all these weird things that people eat for like, uh, what? Superstitious reasons. Yeah. Do you Good know luck. what they all stand for? Luck, money, love, yeah, I, I think. My grandmother used to do that, and it was hog jowl and <laughs> uh, black-eyed peas. And oh, I man. I With never, Fergie? I never, yeah, <laughs> I never participated in any of it. I, I, that just didn't seem good to me. I'm sorry. I'm going to take a hard pass on both of those. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, there's something to that effect. You're right. Yes, and my dad does that every year, and I rarely spend it with my parents anymore now that I'm older. But that is a big tradition. Hopefully, they will have something other than that at both the brunch and the post-party because I'm very picky, and I'm not eating collard greens or black-eyed peas, Mm-mm. or ham, as Mm-mm. my southern ancestors would hate me to say. Roll but you over know what? in their graves. Give me some biscuits and gravy. That sounds so fun. Um, what did you do for New Year's Day and New Year's Eve last year? Like, Do you feel like you're topping it this uh, year? No. I feel like you're topping mine. Well, last year I had a stomach bug. So I am topping it. But the year before was my first New Year's. Well, my second New Year's living here. The first one, we'd only lived here for like two months, so we didn't really do anything. But my second one, the Jaguars were playing in town on New Year's Eve, and it got flexed to an afternoon game. So it was kickoff around 3.30 or 4. It was the coldest day Nashville has seen in, like, 20 years. It was truly zero degrees oh, while we were tailgating. Gross. No, it was awesome. Fun, though? Yes. All of my friends, I had, like, 17 people staying in my apartment. Oh, Why don't you tell God. her what happened in that game? Why Why well, I can tell you what happened a couple weeks later, RB. The Jags are notorious for losing to the Titans, especially since I've lived in Nashville. It's really just my cross to bear. But most importantly, all my friends were here. We got to see the Jags play on New Year's Eve. You're was, used to them losing, though. The I am Titans used to them losing. The Titans won 15-10 to 10 and got into the playoffs. Okay, the Jaguars went past them in the playoffs and almost made it to the Super Bowl. But that night, we owned them. That doesn't matter. We still yes, made it, it further than you. Yes, it does, because Marcus Mariota stiff-armed Barry Church and sent him to the pits of hell. How's Marcus doing right now? Rogan, sorry. <laughs> I, I would love to... Just like everyone listening, this is what we see on like a regular basis between Arby's and Avery when we're off the air. They just it's it's the Titans versus the Jags, not AFC only on the South field, but division <laughs> rivalry at its, its best. That's finest. right, at its finest. Um, well, speaking of New Year's, today is New Year's Eve. That oh. is when we are dropping this podcast um, tomorrow, New Year's Day. We have been counting down. The top 100 things. This is, we're in the final. We're in the home stretch. I didn't think, I kind of was, I was a little nervous that we weren't going to be able to get to, we weren't going to fill up 100 things. 100 is a lot. And honestly, now that, like once we get through the last 25 today or last 24, I guess, I feel like if 10 other people came into a room and did like a focus group, they could probably name each 100 more. Yeah, you're right. I I agree. There is so much that has happened in the last decade with how sports have progressed and how, like, the digital age has really come upon us. So much. There's everything. Yeah. And that's, like, one thing, like, to say, like, the digital world technology has advanced, like, leaps and bounds beyond anything we could have imagined. But then, like, underneath those, you could have a whole family tree of, like, what that means in technology and then branch off from there. And how that's changed the sports world, the pop culture world. Oh, my gosh, yeah political world the news world like scandals travel anything and everything that you want to do has changed uh-huh. like it's weird to say but if someone were to have gone to jail in 2008 and gotten out in 2019 they wouldn't know what the world looked like oh you're so right or like a coma mm-hmm. that happens in Grey's anatomy sometimes which yep. is still going on <laughs> if they True. they could have gone in the coma watching it in 2008 and it'd still be on in 2019 although half the step staff half the employees or whatever they're called no, actors, actors is there's what only like, they're called like two left killed off. right yeah there's only like two yes. left spoiler alert <laughs> spoiler alert but also but speaking of people getting out of jail or whatever um and then coming into the real world and getting acclimated how about oj simpson getting out of jail and then all that's one that we forgot to add we it didn't is. even talk about that oj simpson has joined twitter <laughs> right, but like he and now he's accessible to the public but like before and he's like saying all these things but like before what he like everything happened in the 90s and now it's the 
what do they call them? The 2010s, I think they're calling this era. Yeah, I think they're just calling them the 10s. 2010s. 10s. Um, and then he comes out in the world and now is accessible to everybody and tweeting things. Which is insane. Such a weird, yeah, like now we have such access, direct access to all these A-list celebrities yeah, and stars. Yeah, I can stars. DM Kim Kardashian if I want. I know, really, if I we mean, want to. I mean, she's never going to see it, but if I just want to profess my love. But that's how she has the opportunity yes. to ignore it. Well, but that's how we got Reality Steve from the Bachelor Nation because yes. we just like literally sent him a direct message. You and can said, shoot your shot at anyone. You, You're meeting you. people online. Another thing we could have included that we didn't. You can meet your husband or wife or friend. They even have BFF friend. Yeah, like Bumble friend. Mm-hmm. You can do all of it. And I know they had eHarmony back then. I would assume right, but the app- but it was all like the you've got mail situation. Doctor Neil Clark Warren for <laughs> eHarmony. <laughs> It's crazy. It is crazy. Well, the countdown continues with number 24. Avery, your fave? Yes, my fave. Taylor Swift. In 2010, she was a full-blown country superstar, just released her third album in the country music realm. And now, look at her. Pop international star and fighting for a woman's rights in music. Just released her seventh album, three of which are fully pop. And tomorrow we'll have the most played song played on anybody's music device right. New Year's Day which we were just talking about this it's I love that song but it's kind of sad now because of Jimmy Fallon which yes. I mean it was sweet when she it, it was sweet his connection to it but sad also because of his like memories of his mom and yeah because now there's an association with the song and there's a line in it that says squeeze my hand three times in the back of the cab and then Jimmy happened to also have the same thing with his mom that that's how she would say I love I you love, yeah. she would squeeze it three times mm-hmm. And his mom died earlier, I believe in January this year, not long after right. yeah. the new year started. And he told that story in his opening monologue when he came back to the show. And it was a heart wrenching. What was he doing in 2010? Still Jimmy Fallon? Jimmy Fallon. Uh, yeah. Well, he was on. So now he's on. He was on SNL. Yeah, he was on SNL. He also did like the late show. And yes. or this is the late show. Which show is he on? He's night. The Tonight Show. The tonight, the tonight Show. And before that, he was on The Late Show or something Got like it. that. But yeah, he took over for The Tonight Show. Uh, number 23. Nicki Minaj versus Cardi B. Okay, so this could be taken a couple different ways. Yes. Literally them as artists, but then also the huge fight that they got Yes. In. Remember when, I think it was someone on Cardi's team threw a shoe at Nicki. A shoe. Yeah. Yes. And then it went on At forever. an after party, I think at the Grammys. Were there, was there ever, you're right, was there ever a an apology, like an official apology issued? No, I think that what Cardi said was that she didn't tell one of her people on her team to do that and just kind of claimed that... They took it upon themselves. But, I mean, look back at 2010. We've talked about how Drake has really come into his own. And we have. He has pretty much him, Ariana, um, Rihanna, and Taylor have run the streaming world in the oh last decade. Gosh, yeah. But Nikki was in with Drake and with Lil Wayne and everyone. And she was the female rapper you heard on anything. Oh, yeah. Anything that you saw, it anything. was Nikki. And now cardi b runs the world so are you a nikki or a cardi b like if you had to pick a side not not with the fight not trying to pit women against each other right not trying know? to pit women against each other yeah. but i'm just saying like if somebody were to say you can only listen to one of these female artists for the rest of your life i would say nikki just based on the album significance in my life because okay. it came out in 2010 2011 pink friday the deluxe edition which was great had lil wayne and eminem on it and say, drake eminem roman's great revenge great album and it's pretty nostalgic for me, uh, but I do love Cardi, and I think they're very comparable because some people are like, you can't really compare like Miranda Lambert and Celine Mary Dion, Underwood. which you can't. Yeah, like that's not these two women are in the exact same industry, working with the exact same producers, writers, mm-hmm. co-rappers. Agreed. You can compare them. It's just I think it's just generational. Agreed. I because think so Nikki is older. Mm-hmm. I believe she's probably thirty. I think Cardi B is like twenty three. 23? Yeah, I think she's younger than we think she is. I think Nikki's older than we think she is. You know what? You might be right. I've never looked up their ages. They, to me, are just same category, same age. Everyone. You would think that they are the same age, but they just weren't. I mean, three years ago, Cardi B was running the streets in the Bronx. That's true. As a stripper, she talks about it all the time. Cardi B just turned 27 years old. Oh, how old is Nikki? She's older than you. Hang tight. That makes me feel better. I'm glad she's not 23 and making millions more than I'll ever see. Bel Callis Marlenis Almanzar. <laughs> Are you trying her... to pronounce Nikki's real name? Oh, that, that is uh, Cardi's. Cardi's. Yeah. 
I didn't realize. She used to go I mean, by Bucardi. Cardi. B. I know, but then they made her they made her change it on Instagram, so yeah. she went to Cardi B. Yeah. Um, and then Nicki Minaj. How old is she? Nicki Minaj, stand by for new. Uh, stand I'm by going with 33. Oh, you are you're off. Oh my she God. younger? Older. I bet they're the same age. 37. 37 years old is 30. correct. Wow, a t- that's a bigger age difference than I thought, though. Yeah. I thought it was about five or six. Wait, ten but years. A ten and year I'll tell difference. you right now, I had no idea. So there we go. I'm just pre- glad to do my part in research department. We would here. be nothing without you. Thank you, uh, RB. Annika Tanya Mirage. <laughs> oh, my God. Apparently her deal. So there you go. <laughs> Thank you. Allegedly. Thank you, the voice of God. Um, number 22. Bath salts. All right. What what is up with bath salts? This what wasn't when is Florida man doing? Oh wait, was this story in the in the tens? Yes, in the twenty tens. Yes, there were multiple stories. It started down in Fort Lauderdale, Miami area, but then a student at Florida State that was in a fraternity ate bath salts and then attacked a woman in her garage. What was the one at the guy on the beach, though? That was and the one some, in Fort Lauderdale in okay, Miami. Okay, and that was in early 2000s. Yeah, yes. Some dude okay. ate a guy's face like The Walking yes. Dead or something. Right. Yeah. And, and everyone- this guy was trying to do that in Tallahassee, oh but he didn't get that far. And I, was, I think she tried to burn her, too. I think I will stay away from the bath salts in whatever shape, form, or fashion. I just got a... <laughs> speaking of bath salts. So everyone in the office is giving each other gifts. And mm-hmm. I wasn't really planning on doing anything. And then after a lot of, like little presents being left on my desk i was like i should probably do something for people well i opened up one and it was this sweet 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 gift but it had like those little um bath foaming things like the little flowers that you throw in there and they they turn the the water different colors and and give you bubbles and stuff and i was like i shouldn't have these (laughs) no one can see me with these i like the ones that you put in your shower what are those what oh wait they're like diffusing ones right yeah what it's they, like a tablet. You just drop it in the bottom of the shower. Yeah, right and it's like, it's, like, it's like a steamer Yeah, almost. and they even steamer. have some that are like uh, medicinal as far as like if you have yes. a cold or whatever, they mm-hmm. have mentholatum in them or whatever. Oh, that it's like would putting be a so giant nice. Hall's cough drop in your shower. Or I would yeah. love Yeah, they're fantastic. That. I'm, I'm a big Vicks Vapor Rub person. Yeah. Like I'm jumping in a lot on this one. We I really appreciate it. I guess we I should. It's the last of 2019. Of course. Of course you should. Okay, bath salts. Stay away from them. Don't eat them. If anything, don't eat them. Uh, 21. Major celebrity surprising deaths, because obviously, you know, age comes and gets you. But these are almost all drug-related. Whitney Houston. Stop. That was in the 2010s. -hmm. Bobby Christina Brown, Whitney Houston's daughter. Yeah, daughter. Kate Spade. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Mac Miller. Mac Miller. Tyler Skaggs. Amy Winehouse. All in the 2010s. Um, That's so, some power right that there. Is, wow. That is power. Oh, my gosh. Whitney Houston died February 11th, 2012. Yes, it was the day before the Grammys. And oh they pulled gosh. together this like incredible in memoriam of her to play the next day. That feels like it was so much longer ago than in you know. 2012. Uh, Kate Spade. I remember when that happened. Heartbreak. That happened this so, year, right? So, uh Yes, this year I because was I was sitting. This year. <laughs> the reason I remember that is a lot of times I think of like where was I living, where was I yeah. sitting, and that puts like it into perspective the the perspective the and like the time yeah. frame for me. So I was sitting at the current desk that I sit at at work now because I was talking with um, one of the other salespeople on the floor about the podcast Guy Raz does. Yes. It's how I built this, and he had recently within the last year like done an episode with Kate Spade and her husband about how they built like her brand and mm-hmm. purses, and they started. Yep. Like he was very involved in the burlap. Process. Yeah, they started like burlap bags and she was in New York and like z- had zero dollars to her name, yeah. which I feel like is a story of so many things. But that was a I know, right? fascinating listen and very shocking for that one. I mean, I think she had been a little open about struggling with depression and anxiety and how to deal with, you know, a lot of people when they reach that level of fame. Mm-hmm. But I mean, what do you do with that? Right. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Amy Winehouse, too. Wow. I love that song, Back to Black, by her. Mm-hmm. Um, 20, the Harry Potter franchise ends in 2011, the end of a beautiful, beautiful era. It Are ended, you a Potterhead? Oh, my gosh, yes. I actually, I don't even remember what it was, but off the top of my head, I'm just remembering that I just got into a a little debate with somebody about the name of, oh, I remember what it was. We were in Madison, Wisconsin over the weekend, and my brother is a huge Potterhead, too. So I was surprised that that there was a discrepancy over uh, which house Cedric Diggory was in. 
And Cedric Diggory was a Hufflepuff. And for some reason, he was like, no, I think he was a Ravenclaw. Oh, I thought he was and a Gryffindor. Cedric Diggory was... Um, this is his claim to fame. This is what everybody says. He, uh, I'm trying to think. It was Cedric Diggory... Was he Robert Pattinson? Yes. Yeah, that's okay, what so, I thought. So everybody, don't worry, anytime, we'll get to the Twilight. Anytime somebody says Cedric Diggory and Harry Potter, they say, "Oh, he was the vampire, right?" Yeah. Nothing to do with the two. But isn't it so ironic that if you it's the first are, place I ever saw him in anything was, yeah. was Harry that, Potter, or what, was Harry Potter and the what the Goblet of Fire? The, uh, and the fact that you're in both of the like largest mm-hmm. both book and movie franchises mm-hmm. of like. The millennial Gen X age yes. is insane. And by the way, you know who else is a huge Potterhead? You. You? No, well, no, I love Harry. I've <laughs> seen. I, th- I think I've seen all of them. I know I've seen everything past that one. I don't remember if I saw Deathly Hallows too. But anyway, please tell me, Coach Mac. You know, I don't think it's Coach Mac, uh, but I'll tell you who it is. A previous guest on this podcast and a future guest on this podcast, Amy Wells. Oh, right? really? She loves Harry Potter. Well, that's an off-season project. Oh, there we go. Okay, wow. now we can bring Amy back. I'm just here to help. Titans Amy, and we are going to have to ask her about her being a Harry Potter fan. Yes, that franchise has grossed over one billion, or that last movie, Deathly Hallows Part Two itself grossed one billion dollars holy cow that is one of what eight yeah. total because there's seven books Movies. and the last one was broken into right. two yep yep yes yep. and twilight did the same thing which is our next one number 19 three out of the five twilight movies came out since 2010 oh my gosh mm-hmm. i made the mistake with twilight of watching them because i have to read the book first and i think i've said this before but i have to read the book first before i see a movie otherwise i will not see the movie i'm like very i want to read it i want to picture it i want to i want to know the story and create it in my own mind before i go and i watch it at the theater yeah. and with twilight i went and i saw the the first movie first then I read the book and I was like, this isn't how it's supposed to happen. So I just was like, all right. That's, that's what I'm really saying. Why, it, that sounds counterproductive. And I understand, I appreciate your dedication to that. See, I'm on the same page as you, Arby. They, they don't always follow the book's original plot. So I feel like you get disappointed. Yes. Because there are a lot of cases where the book is better than the movie. And there are a you know, lot smaller list of the ones that are vice versa. Oh, but, yeah. Yes. I just go with, and, and look, I'm I'm a dummy. I'm not a big reader anyway, so <laughs> I'd rather just go see the movie and be entertained for two hours. I feel the same way. Reading the book ruins the movie. <laughs> okay. okay. Then well, you know what happens. I, I had no idea that Bella was going to end up becoming a vampire. See, and then I stopped watching the series, so I don't <laughs> know. Even, well, now know you that. know. They get married, they have a baby, the baby almost kills her. Oh, gosh, that's terrifying. That's how she becomes a vampire. I just remember the Christina Perry um, song, A Thousand Years or something. Best song in the world. I have died every day. But that book in like the first chapter, they say Jacksonville, Florida, because that's where Bella's mom ended up moving. Because she was from Arizona. Yeah. Well, then she moved to Forks. Okay. Oh, yeah. Washington. Yes. But I was living in Jacksonville. Obviously, I was like an eighth grader a freshman when that first book came out and it read Jacksonville, Florida. And we thought we were on top the of the coolest. world. You could not. We're famous. Could not put us down. We're famous. Duval on the map. <laughs> uh, number 18. Netflix. So in 2010 for Netflix. Have we not talked about Netflix yet? No. I'm shocked. No. Oh my gosh. How did we not make it this, this 2010 far? on Netflix. And I'm a Gen 1 Netflix guy. So <laughs> I had... That means Rhett was filling out his like ranking top five movies he would, would like send, to receive and I they were mailing up, it. I filled up my queue and I had the premium subscription where you get two movies at a time. I oh, am not wow. afraid to say. And it, to this day, I do not understand why people go to red boxes. That's a whole other topic for yeah. a whole other podcast. I agree. But I'm like, in this day and age of streaming, why in the world would you do that? But that was really cool back then. Yes, you... Because Blockbuster was... Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah. But those, those were the Friday good nights. Yes. Hitting the Blockbuster. Oh, I've had a Blockbuster membership since I don't know when. And I, I, there's a nostalgic part of me that likes that. But I like the idea and the convenience of having it drop to the to the front door. And then you watch them and you send them back. And you don't get another movie in your queue until you do. And it was always good when you got that email notification saying, your next movie's on its way. It's like, <laughs> yes. We do. We live in the age of convenience now. That's right. You used to fill your queue, like you said, and then you would get mailed the DVDs to a month if you had the premium or two at a time if you had the premium. But now everything 
that you could ever wish for is on Netflix, except for the uh, next four weeks, which you lose friends. RIP. I know. Friends and then soon The Office. Yes. And soon The Office. I don't like either one of that. that that's terrible. I hate that. <laughs> so I hate sad. that that's happening. I know. But soon there's going to be a, like an app or something that's created that that's has gonna, all of it. It's going to have all okay. the... Netflix. Cable, Netflix. Bring, yeah, oh, we bring are really off. I know. <laughs> we are. Today. But Netflix not only has like, all these movies and all these TV shows that we've loved forever, but they have their originals, yes. which really are like the standout of the decade, which would be Orange is the New Black and Stranger Things are the two biggest TV shows yeah. to have come out of the Netflix House original. of Cards. House, House of, of Cards, Card. yes. And they're getting nominated for awards. Making yes. a murderer. I was just going to say, a big thing. they're sweeping award shows too. Yeah. Like Netflix, Hulu, all those original like, series. They are... It has made ABC, NBC, CBS, the big three networks, the original Obsolete. folks. They have made them have to reach and jump for a bar of production in... Be- I mean, you, there's no halfway doing it with those people now because and competition breeds this stuff. That's right. Uh, number 17. Instagram for dogs. Oh, my gosh. You thought that we had it, like, just for yourself. Next thing you know, Doug the Pug. He, one, lives in Nashville. If I could run into any celebrity in town, it would be him. I think I would freak out. <laughs> any celebrity. Any celebrity that comes here. It would here, be Doug the Pug. Doug oh, the he's, Pug. The, he's the dog on the Jumbotron that yes. advertises the, whatever the deals are yes. with the merchandise in the pro shop. Yes, he yeah, is. Okay. Doug the Pug is an official partner of the Tennessee Titans. There is the cutest, but, cutest ugly dog I think I've ever seen. Its name is Tuna Melt, I think. Oh, what this, a great dog name. Uh, it's called Tuna Melts My Heart. Uh, great Instagram name. It's called a Chewini is the type of oh, dog. Oh, it sounds ugly. <laughs> it's so, I can feel it's it. It's got the ugliest. Like, it's about, like, look at this. Oh my God. It's, this does, it's like a naked like little... A, yeah. It's, it's a long nose. Yeah. Like a dachshund length nose yes. on like a Taquito Taco but Bell like, dog. Please. I don't, okay. This smile. This dog smile. It's like its lip is caught in its teeth as Ultimate, it's trying to smile. like underbite. It looks like Dobby the house elf is what this dog looks it like. It does. Tuna melts like my heart. Harry Potter. It all comes back yes. to Harry Potter. Tuna melts my heart. I'm so, so, so sorry to the owner. It has 2.1 million followers. So people clearly love to follow Tuna melts my heart and like want to see what this dog is up to. And I'm so sorry to the owner. I'm not trying to call your baby ugly, but I just, it's so, it's so ugly that it's cute. But it's crazy thing. that these owners are making bank. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Putting pictures up of dogs on the internet. Yes. Um, number 16, the, we, there have been so many shootings in this last decade. Like I, and, and I've been trying to decide, is it more shootings or are we hearing about more because of social media the and internet, the, yeah. how quickly we can access information like that? Um, but the Ariana Grande concert shooting happened. Was it London? It was in Manchester. Yeah. Manchester, right yeah. Yeah. Which was awful. I think of any, of any artist, any big name, A-list celebrity artist, um, she has had, probably the most like up and down roller coaster mm-hmm. of a decade because you had you mentioned earlier Mac Miller her fiance her ex fiance yes that has torn her apart over oh, wait, the last wait, year wait 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 were they engaged she was engaged, no, she was engaged to, to, Pete to Pete Davidson. Davidson. I'm so sorry. I met her ex-boyfriend while she yes. was engaged. Yes. She, she was, was engaged, engaged to Pete, Pete Davidson, Davidson when Mac Miller did accidentally overdose. Yes. She is no longer with Pete. Yes. And then she had to, um, you know, when she was at the concert, I mean, that's traumatizing. Not only like to be somewhere where there is a shooting and you're involved in that, but then to also be the reason that all those people People are are there and then feel like you're held responsible for it. I mean, I I can't even imagine what she had to have gone through in that time. But then she came back with Thank You Next. She came back with an amazing album. Such a good album. She's really, you know, using her trauma for the greater good and giving us music. Um, number 15, I really don't want to spend too much time on this one because this <laughs> drives me up a wall. Um, that What Does the Fox Say thing came what out on YouTube. What Does the Fox Say? God, why did that become... It was like these two guys in Fox costumes that just... That's all it said was What Does the Fox Say? Because someone gave us the internet. Beca- yeah, I was going to say, it became popular for the same reason. Memes, vines, yeah. any of the stuff that we've been talking about on this countdown. Bill Gates. It's just the strangest thing. You just never know what's going to pop. Um, okay, so like I said, moving on... Number 14, in February of 2015, Apple released the racially diverse emojis. Steve Jobs really knocked it out of the park. He he was still alive then, I do believe. Different skin tones, Steve Jobs. But we still don't have a redheaded one, right? I do. I hear a lot of controversy in the ginger community 
regarding the lack of being recognized by the yeah. emojis. Um, he died in 2011. So, oh. no, he was not He's around during this. He's been gone week. almost the entire decade. Yeah, can you believe that? No. I know. That's crazy that he, he's also somebody too that I don't think we've mentioned yet, but that's another one that we could add. Again, oh we're God. finding like in all these like nooks and crannies, all yeah. these crazy things that happened in the last 10 years that we just couldn't fit into a hundred. And I thought we were going to have a really hard time with it. It is insane. But you never know if he had like plans for this. Yeah. I'd love to see what he thought Apple would be at going into the next decade. Yeah. You know, like there's a Michael Jackson vault of like some of yes. his music. I want to know what's in Steve Jobs' vault. God, I don't know. I want to know what's, what, what's in Prince's vault. Yeah. yeah. We lost him in this decade. We did lose Prince. Let me tell you Prince. something. That guy had a recording studio at his house in Minneapolis. And I have been told by different folks in music business, um, and they all have the same kind of story, that he would just get in the studio and lay things down. I've heard he has enough music posthumously to release an album probably every month for the next 10 years. I wow. totally um, believe that. A friend of ours, a friend of my wife's she went to college with, moved to Minneapolis several years ago uh, for a job that she took there. And she went to, she got word that Prince was putting on a, a concert in his driveway at his mansion in Minneapolis. Oh my and what? she got there and watched Prince play. That is crazy. That's crazy. What was his uh, little compound called? There's a, some Paisley Park yes, or something. Yes, that, oh, that sounds about right. Yeah, and then Michael Jackson had uh, Disneyland or no Neverland. Neverland. Never, Neverland. It was Neverland. Which yeah. is yeah, how yeah. that big documentary came about. Um, number thirteen in July of 2016. I never jumped on this train. 2016 Pokemon Go. Everybody I jumped on it. Uh, with, I just like all my. I can remember friends. it here, coming to work here, yes. and I almost running over people because they're walking out in the street to go get. Doggone Pikachu or whatever the heck yeah. it is. Staring at their phones. Like yes. it, it reminded me of like a zombie apocalypse. No what you couldn't hear or look at anybody around you. You were just staring at your phone, walking aimlessly, like to Rhett's point, in the middle of nowhere. Yep. I recently was over at Centennial Park and kind of the same thing happened where I was on a run and there was this huge group of students. I wonder if it was either the still Pokemon Go or some form of it. These A huge group of students, because they looked young, were wandering around the park, staring at their phones, doing yeah, that same thing. I've I'm know, like, I've seen that at that park What's too. worse? I'm running here. Do you remember the awful song that the young German kid made about that? Oh, gosh. No. no. Which one? I play Pokemon Go oh, every no. day. Remember that? No, yes. I've never it heard was, that. All, it was like Rebecca Black's Friday. It was Nail. awful. Oh, well, Nails on a chalkboard. Friday. Oh, you know Friday. what another one was? that we had, This is an unofficial one, so we're going way over. But the... Um, <sighs> What is it called? The the little noises that people make, and you like in um, the little noises that are like clicking noises or nails or something, and they've got it on. Um, you can go on YouTube. Oh, ASMR. Like ASMR. Uh, okay, what does that I was mean? Afraid I was going to say like SMS or something. It sounds like it's something like BDSM. That's yeah, what I, yes, when that's people say ASMR, I think BDSM. So it's like, on, we'll look up what that means. Okay, the but definition. Yeah, there are ASMR. Um, you can go on like YouTube, oh, yeah. and it's just like these noises that make like the hair on the back of your neck stand up in like a very in a weird well, there's a lot of role play asmr whispering type yeah, I, videos I, I where it's like LARPing you're in it too. you're uh, you know going to the barber to get a haircut or you're going to the dentist to have your teeth cleaned why what is the um, point of the simulation it is there's something about this that is kind of a therapeutic thing it's kind of a thing to da kind of disconnect and just okay. wind down. Okay, I'm here for uh, that. I, I mean, I have watched some ASMR videos just because that, you know, YouTube is the stickiest website in the history of mankind. Oh. It's just weird. <laughs> it's a black hole. Rabbit hole. It is a black hole. ASMR stands for Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response. And it doesn't let's sound see. like anything this you'll is... see me getting into. <laughs> yeah, I'm too afraid to look that stuff up because you see, like, like people sitting, they set up their camera. And on the YouTube video, it's just like kind of sitting maybe like two feet away from yeah. them. And they're making all these like noises and right. stuff or like whisper. It's so. It says oh. it typically refers to the tingly feeling that travels from the head downward that some experience in response to certain sounds, feelings, or descriptions. They can include soft whispering, crinkling paper, or a gentle touch. I mean, honestly, the Yinging Twins whisper song makes me feel extremely uncomfortable. And so I don't want to dabble in anything like that. 
that. I like that song. That's the kind of ASMR I'm into. <laughs> um, number 12, Fidget Spinners. They came out in 2017. They've actually been around for a little bit, but they were they had a huge comeback in 2017. And they Still were, have one. Yeah, they were, in my des- office right they were designed to help people focus and to kind of release some nervous yep. energy. They drove I didn't teachers. realize they had like an Crazy. intention behind them. Yes. Yeah, they were. Um, yeah, that's, that's what they were the name, for. Fidget. Fidgeting around. Oh, that makes sense. Um, number 11. Avery, where were you in August 2017 when the total, total solar eclipse happened? Do you remember where you were? I was at Bicentennial Park here in Nashville. Oh, and you watched it from there. There was a big watch party. It was also Nashville every year has like a giant Italian heritage festival. Okay. Happened to be going on the same weekend. I got tickets from work. I went and got a meatball sub and watched the oh, solar eclipse with delicious. like 10,000 people in downtown Nashville. Enjoyed yourself a nice delicacy while watching. I was at Titans practice. Ooh, that'd be cool. And the team gave everyone glasses, media included. And I set up on a tripod and put my iPhone out there and did a time-lapse video of oh, all the players cool. laying down on the practice field and watch it going completely dark and then going back to the sunshine. It was oh, that really cool. cool that yeah. Nashville was in like yeah. the direct line of it. it oh, was gosh. Awesome. I can't remember how many revenue dollars were brought to the area in people staying in hotels oh, yeah. or whatever because it was in the perfect path. Yeah, perfect line of it. I was still working for the Grand Ole Opry at the time and we did a watch party out on the Opry Plaza. That and so cool. tons and tons of people and it got dead quiet. Yes, I've never heard like the public so quiet as I did during that. And also Moon Pie, people may not know that Moon Pie is from Chattanooga. I Which didn't is know that. Just an hour and a half away a little from fun us. fact. They came the in. Standard and like candy took, company. Yes, they took over Nashville and were promoting moon pies everywhere in that. honor of the solar eclipse. Um, I think they were also doing like a, a visual image of it with Oreos yes. too. <laughs> yes. There were some good memes that came out of that. Uh, number 10, Nashville breaks the record for people attending a draft with upwards of 500, and I also heard upwards of 600,000 people that came to town for the event. I know Titans Radio was there. Ooh, we were I know all y'all were there. Yep. We were. It we was... saw that. We can verify those numbers because I have never seen that many people in downtown Nashville, and I'm a native of here. I have never seen anything like that. That's ever. the thing. It's, it wasn't, I think the final count was around 650,000, but that's not that just came to visit. That is within five blocks of Broadway. Yeah, when you can look from Riverfront Park with your Cumberland River to your back and look up Broadway to about Bridgestone Arena at Fifth Avenue and there is nothing but a sea of people in a place where it's four lanes of traffic plus a turning lane and crosswalks and all that stuff, I've never seen anything like it. You couldn't, it's kind of like that thing where you'll see like a mason jar and it's like, okay, put some pebbles at the bottom and put some sand and then put some water. I don't think you could have been able to fit anything else Mm-mm. in that area. It, we could not have fit one more person. No, we are packed in there like sardines. Um, number nine. NHL expansion, Las Vegas Knights. That's right. They added the Las Vegas Knights. They started playing in the 2017-2018 season, and right now they're second in the Pacific Division. They took, Rhett, correct me if I'm wrong, but they took uh, James like, Neal. One player from like every, yeah, most, like all the good players from. Yeah, most of the expansion drafts in the major sports, NHL, NBA, NFL, or whatever, you have a protected and non-protected list. So obviously you wouldn't let, in, in a football analogy, you wouldn't let them have your franchise quarterback or Derrick Henry, your running back, whatever it was. But there's an unprotected list. And per the rules, most of the bylaws in those things will allow you to select up to five players from a particular franchise existing that you build and start with your initial roster. Um, kind of going along with that same theme, not necessarily of um, expansion leagues, but um, of moving. Yes. Number eight. Number eight and number seven. We had two teams move from where they originally were, and they were both in L.A. at one point. So the Rams were in L.A., they were in St. Louis, which is what a majority of modern day fans know them as. They moved back to L.A. in 2015, mm-hmm. and the Chargers relocated from San Diego to L.A. in 2017. So now there's two. Coach Dave McGinnis was a part of that Rams move. Him and oh, Jeff yeah. Fisher. Yes. So two NFL teams are now in L.A., and I they are working on a new stadium for them. 
Yeah, so the Chargers had only, they were originally established in L.A. Uh, in, I think, like 1960. And they only played one season out there before moving to San Diego. So they're, it's, they're both like a big homecoming. And then with the St. Louis Rams, the owner had built a new multi-billion dollar stadium out in L.A. And the one that they were in in St. Louis was no longer a like top 25% stadium. Yeah. So they like contractually were allowed to move to wherever they really wanted to go. Yeah, and the Chargers left San Diego. The city was just not behind them at all. They needed a new stadium. They needed a lot, and the city was not up for that. So they moved to L.A. Um, And just to make a little quick connection, the Rams were the runner-up for the Super Bowl last year. That they were. So doing pretty well out there. Um, Number six, the second most winningest coach in NCAA history. Men's and women's. Men's and women's. Miss Pat Summit passes on June 28th, 2016. She is easily the reason that I love sports as much as I do. I played basketball growing up. She was an idol. I mean, to play when, because she made really her face known as the UT Vols women's basketball coach. And she, when she died, she was the most winningest coach. Since then, Coach K of the Duke men's basketball team has passed her. But when she died, she was number one. We dive pretty deep into that with Emily Proud on one of our previous episodes. So if you're looking for somebody who was there on site, who can give you like a great recap and what it was like, what the atmosphere was like in Knoxville at that time. Emily Proud was there covering and working um, was her in first, the media. Yeah, um, first, uh, first assignment. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, go back and listen to that episode. It's pretty fascinating. Uh, number five. OK, so this is one that I'm actually surprised. We started talking about the Kardashians, the first one we did. Um, Kim Kardashian West and Kanye West's relationship has unfolded within the within the last decade. I'm, they were not confirmed dating until 2012. She had gotten divorced from Chris Humphreys in 2011 or filed for divorce Which in 2011. Is insane. I know, isn't that wild? And now, okay, so they met back in like 2004, had been seen together at a couple things. She always said they were just friends, but it wasn't until 2012 when she confirmed that they were dating. 2012, it's now 2019. They have... Dated, gotten married, and had four children together in seven years. They got married on my dad's birthday. It is crazy. I remember one of the New Year's, uh, was it 2013 or 2014? Well, North is five or six now. I think North is six. Okay, so it was like New Year's Day, because I remember I was up in Minneapolis at my aunt and uncle's Mm -hmm. um, New Year's Eve party. It was like the day after or something, and I saw the news that Kim Kardashian is pregnant. And I was like, oh, my gosh. What a great way to start off the year. Yeah, that's bananas. So their whole relationship has unfolded in within this decade, like right before our very eyes. Oh, my God. Number four. <sighs> Fire Festival. Yes. I completely <laughs> forgot about I this. I know. Oh, my God. In 2017, this insane luxury music festival that everyone was buying tickets to was a complete fraud. Complete fraud, yeah. All orchestrated by Billy McFarlane. So speaking oh of God. Kardashians, um, wasn't Kendall, Kendall one was of the, involved in yeah. like promoting it, but I don't I think that everyone that was involved promoting it came out saying that they didn't know it was a fraud. Yes, it was a huge scandal. Oh my god, huge, I completely like, marketing forgot about scandal. This. Okay, so also here's just a little plug too. In this day and age of Hulu and Netflix and streaming, there are two documentaries that are out there. I highly suggest watching the Hulu documentary before you watch the Netflix one. And this is why. Um so the Netflix one Part of their team helped produce it, or no, no, no. The Jerry team produced. Yes, this is yes. all from the F Jerry yes. Instagram account. Yes, and that's their a very team, real production company. Their team produced the documentary that is on Netflix, and it also doesn't interview Billy McFarlane. How ironic! He became the meme of 2017 with some things that he said in that documentary. Billy did. Inst- I have not seen either of the documentaries actually, but. I intend to use my Christmas break to be productive and watch some documentaries. Start with the Hulu one. You'll you'll thank yourself for doing that. But then again, I hear most people say, oh, I watched the Netflix one first and I like that one better than Hulu. So I kind of think it's like, which one do you... Does the you... Hulu one have commercials? No. Because that'll be by no. a deciding factor. I don't think so. I don't think it does. Um, but I think it's kind of one of those like, which one um, it like impresses upon you first. What's that word of like impresses? Yeah, leaves an impression. Leaves an impression. No, which one? Imprints. Which one imprints upon you first? I'll have to, I'll add it to my list of things to do over the next two weeks. Yes. Um, okay. Number three. 
continuing on the documentaries. Yes, this this uh, this decade, the world of documentaries, and th- so the, our last two and three kind of like all jump in together. But this world of documentaries and true stories, and this is what happened when I mean, we had Making a Murderer, we had the Michael Jackson documentary, R. Kelly, Demi Lovato, Ted Bundy. I mean, I feel like I remember being younger and having like older adults tell me, "Oh yeah, I like documentaries." I'm like, "Why?" Like, because you always thought they were like World War Two. Yes, but this is essentially like the documentaries you grew up knowing and that were like kind of boring and the true Hollywood story. Story. Combined. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Because yeah. things you want to learn about. And yes. for some reason, over the last decade, we're obsessed with murder. Yeah, well, and this is why. I think that it's because of our number two, uh, the serial podcast podcast in October <laughs> 2014 came out. And that was really the rise. Um, podcast came around in like the early 2000s. But I feel like the serial podcast um launched all those like investigative crime podcasts because then like you'll hear people say in like the body of their their investigative um crime podcast say like oh i listened to serial and i wanted to find one of my own or i listened to serial and i decided that that i was going to make the next serial and i was going to be i had no idea that podcasts have been around since 2000 yeah well 2004 i think was the first one there was this guy named i think tim browning or joe something it was like a short was it tom from myspace once he sold to justin timberlake (laughs) he went on to podcasting no it wasn't that i don't know some guy was like the first big podcaster and he had like a huge following but I don't think they really picked up cadence until like this past decade. You know, that might have happened in this decade. Podcasts? No. Tom, Justin Timberlake buying MySpace. Justin Timberlake bought MySpace? Yep. Are you talking about the movie? Nope. Justin Timberlake, Justin Timberlake literally owns MySpace. MySpace. Yeah. Should we bring those back? Why not? I logged into, did you ever have photo bucket? Oh, yes. I logged oh, gosh, into yeah. my photo bucket about a year and a half ago. Oh, my God. Well, okay. Yes, I had photo bucket. And I just recently found out that my photo, but I thought I had deleted everything off there. Didn't nope. remember my password. No, somebody told me they Googled my name and all my old pictures of like me and my ex-boyfriend were up on like Google images. Oh, my God. Are they still there? Do you have no, to back I, into your account oh, and delete them? Oh, I, he, uh, one of my friends from home. Uh, Patrick, thank you very much. He texted me right away and he goes, Hey, I just wanted to let you know, um, when you Google your name, I was like, first of all, why are you Googling my name? He said something like his yeah, mom. Why is found, he Googling I don't know. You? His mom found it some way and I get it. One click leads to the next. And before you know it, you're finding pictures of your son's best friend, his girlfriend's boyfriend on, on Google. And so there were all these pictures up there and he goes, yeah, I, I don't know if you want those up there. So I had to log back into to photo bucket i had to pay for photo bucket to then delete my pictures and then cancel my subscription and cancel my account and then also email google and say please take down this picture please take down this picture oh yeah i went through i took grab a broom it was a mess i had to clean up everything (laughs) well one touch on myspace on march of this year it was revealed that myspace had lost all of their current user content from 2015 and earlier in a botched server migration with no backup. No. So we are all free from our selfies in the mirror with our scene bangs that you cut and your mom wouldn't let you get a haircut. Okay, that was me. Oh my gosh. All of that information is done. It's gone. It's gone. Huh, that's Thank what I like to you hear. So much. Uh, okay. Our final, we've made it to the last one. Our final little tidbit or thing that has happened in the last 10 years. Arguably the most important. I would say it's the most monumental. No one would have seen it coming. Nobody. But I think it's been the greatest thing to hit the airwaves. Uh, Avery, do you want to do the the, the greats, the odds, the go-aheads? On March 18th, 2019. Recent. Also known as my sister's (laughs) birthday. Step One Learn Sports podcast was launched. Broke the internet. Broke the internet. (laughs) Took March Madness by storm. Arby produced the very first one. He's been through it the whole time, except for once. And he's still here. And he's still here. He has stuck it out. What's that? Nine months now? That is nine months. A baby. 
could have been born in that time. It wasn't. It It wasn't. It's important to note. There have also been no babies no from me or Brittany. No throughout or me. This li- or or Red. No, no babies Baby here either. Baby free 2010. <laughs> this has been a lot of fun this year. It has um, been incredible. I've had more fun than I even thought I would to begin with when you both approached me about this as a project. Um, I think it has grown. I think it has gotten better every time you ladies put uh, put one together. Uh, and I am glad to be a part of it and proud to be a part of it. And I want to wish you both a happy new year and that it is everything good, health and prosperous as it can be for each of you. As uh, I, I really look uh, forward to working with you on these podcasts in 2020 and beyond. Uh, okay. I'm not crying. You're Arby. crying. Who brought the onions? That was so sweet. God. Thank you so much. Uh, obviously, this podcast would not be what it is without our precious Arby's, without yes. our producer, Arby's. He makes us sound so much better than what we next actually year, are without him. Next year, I'm getting all of us matching ornaments that have headphones on them. Oh, that's cute. With our names engraved. Oh, I love it. I love it. It's been Hate a good to year. to spoil the Christmas of 2020. I'll probably forget. But I obviously missed the boat on 2019. That's okay. it is New Year's Eve. There's always next year. Um, it's been a good year. year. It's been a good year. It's been a good decade. I've had nothing to complain about, nope. which is strange because I was a very angsty teenager for a half of the decade so i'm sure i I complained about about everything and i think it's gotten worse honestly (laughs) you know they say you grow out of it they say you and your mom will stop fighting one day nope some things just never change she wouldn't want me any other way um we are going to be taking off basically the month of january because we have been at this since March. It's been such a good year, but the two of us are going to kind of enjoy some uh, some TLC. We some, do. We have some weddings to attend. I'm traveling for a wedding. There's a couple bachelorette parties. There's a lot going on. R&R from a football season. That's right. That's right. I don't have that Brett much going on in the next few weeks. will likely be resting. Arby's will be resting. And then we're going to be coming back on January 29th. So mark your calendars, set an alarm on your phone. And don't go grocery shopping for the Super Bowl until, until we listen, come back. Until you listen to us. Don't do it. You will regret it. You'll have to go twice, which is the worst. I mean, everyone knows groceries equal one trip. Oh, yeah. You go into the grocery store, you get everything you need and everything you don't need, and then you carry it all <laughs> in one trip into the house. If you leave it in the car, you're not getting it until you get home from work next day. We will be gracing your ears with all of our Super Bowl talk, snacks, Super Bowl halftime, our queen J-Lo yes, is going to be there. We're trying very hard to get her on the podcast. Stay tuned. Yeah. So we're probably just going to slide into her DMs yeah, and I just mean, ask. It'll be a last minute edition. You might be busy this like right around now, but. I wonder if she's planning her wedding. I could understand that as being like, oh, I'm busy oh, planning my wedding. No, no, but no. then we could be like, oh my God, we're in 900 weddings. Let us help you. She has somebody to do that. She has know. somebody she seems planning her very way. peculiar. Um, well, so stay tuned for that. We are really excited. That's when we'll be coming back. We're going to take some time off. Um, but we'll be back on January 29th. Yes. In the meantime, go back and listen to some of your best episodes from the year. I mean, best of 2019, I would rank them all as tied for one. Yes. Uh, subscribe rate review we love hearing from you guys send us your no dumb questions we haven't been doing those but there will be a lot going on with the college football bowl games the college football playoff championship the nfl playoffs and the wild card there is a lot going on over the next month you're going to have questions send them to us and we'll address them when we come back on january 29th that's right we are on apple Podcasts, spotify 1045 the zone podcast Follow us on Twitter at S1LS Podcast. We're going to put a lot more content on our Instagram between now and the 29th. It's our New Year's resolution. New Year's resolution. That's a podcast. Uh, We hope you enjoy your New Year's Eve. Be safe. Don't drink and drive. And enjoy. I believe AAA lets you tow your car for free. I think that's still a thing. So uh, use that if you can't get an Uber. And I was just going to say, and hey, we live in this era now in the last decade where we've got Uber and Lyft. Yes, I prefer Lyft, so I'm going to endorse that. We'll see you next year. Bye. Bye.